episode, we get a chance to talk with Julie Freigert, veteran homeschooler and creator of the Homeschool Work Plan website. We discuss what parents should consider when thinking about homeschooling with core knowledge, as well as the vast supports that Julie's website offers. The link to her website is in the episode notes, and all the materials that she has created are for free. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the latest episode of the Building Knowledge Podcast. Today, I have a really amazing guest with me. I'm so excited to have her, Julie Freigard. She is a homeschooler that actually has a website called Homeschool Work Plans, and all of her resources are based on our core knowledge materials. Um, And I have been dying to get her on because if you follow us on social media, um, in particular, our Facebook, our homeschoolers group, people share her link all the time, and she's constantly adding to her website. So um, I'm just going to dive right in. Uh, Julie, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. And I just want to start off by just asking you um, Tell us a little bit about your own introduction to homeschooling. Yeah, absolutely. This is year 11 for me um, for homeschooling, but I actually grew up being homeschooled. So I have a very long history being immersed in the homeschool community. Um, Back in the 80s and 90s, when there were very few resources available, and there was no such thing as extracurricular activities. (laughs) We were all very excited when like a homeschool choir came to town. Um, So I've been doing this a long time, but interestingly, even though I grew up homeschooled, I was very committed to not homeschooling my own children. Um, I came to this very reluctantly. I was trying to grow a business. Um, I knew having that background that homeschooling is a a big commitment. There's a lot of time that takes and a lot of effort. And I just wasn't interested in doing that. And, but I got stuck like a lot of people do. You know, my oldest was just going to be a poor fit for the school system. <laughs> and we couldn't afford the uh, type of private education he would have needed. And so I, I started out going, okay, how can I do a good job at this? Right. If I'm going to do this, I want my kids to get the best possible education that I can reasonably provide them. And so I started researching and I eventually landed on classical education, which is a type of homeschooling, which is very focused on systematic building of skills. Um, it's very content rich. So at the time, 15 or 11 years ago, <laughs> um, he, you know, this, this was good. I was like, okay, I can, I can do this. I can give my kids um, this good education because that, that excellent education was, was all I really wanted for them. Um, and my oldest has actually been homeschooled the whole time. <laughs> the rest of my children have been in and out of public, private, public charter. So um, we are a family who tries to do the best we can every year for our kids. Um, and sometimes that looks different. Sometimes it's not homeschooling. I'm so glad that you said that because I do know, you know, at certain points in time, it's a good idea for that particular child to be, you know, in a homeschool setting or maybe in a in a public school setting. So you actually make that determination every year for your for your children? We do. There was a time when my, my two girls, who are now fifth and eighth grade, were in a wonderful traditional Montessori school, private school. And it was it was a great fit for them at the time. Um, I have a child who's been home for a couple of years because she has pretty serious ADHD. And she needs someone to sit by her side and to break the lessons down into smaller chunks 
and to we still cover the whole curriculum, but we, we rearrange our day a little bit, right? Shorter lessons. Um, and that has bought us time to find good management strategies for her. And sh- her fondest wish is to go to middle school next year. And my eighth grader went to middle school this year with our public school. Um, so we just, we've really tried um, to make those decisions. But obviously the pandemic has made those decisions more difficult, right? More complicated. Um, but but yeah, we want to do the best we can each year for them based on the resources we have at the time. Awesome. So how did you decide what curriculum you were going to use with your own children? You mentioned that you decided on classical. Mm -hmm. Um, So why did you make that decision in classical in general? And then how did you decide on which classical curriculum to use? So classical in general, simply because it was the academically rich or academically rigorous, um, systematic building of skills, very content rich. Those were all things that I felt as a parent that would be important for my kids long-term. And so those were were where I wanted to spend my time. And when you're homeschooling, as everyone who has even considered homeschooling has found out probably the hard way, there are so many resources. There are so many different curriculums. There are different types of education. Classical, it just happens to be one that at the time worked for our family. Um, There are, there's too much going on. And so I actually ended up making it a hobby to research curriculum. So every year I was picking the exact perfect, <laughs> in quotation, um, perfect curriculum for each subject, for each child, for each grade. So I was homeschooling three children at the time, six subjects a year. I mean, it was um, it was a hobby and it, I would actually think of it as more of a toxic hobby <laughs> after a while. I was spending so much time and energy agonizing over whether every year I was making the absolute best decision. And I cannot tell you how many times in the middle of the year I doubted myself and switched to something else. Um, I recently went through all the curriculum. I've never, I've never sold any of my curriculum. I, I had 11 years worth of curriculum. I have 30 square feet of curriculum and piled it all up. And I took it to the um, bookstore in town that does consignment. <laughs> and I had, I had literally used everything. I had, I had used all the good stuff that's out there. I have experience with all of it. Um, and what I came to realize a couple of years ago was that I was doing myself and my children a huge disservice. Every time we switched curriculum, um, there was a different scope and sequence involved, right? You're jumping into something different. Um, I had to learn to use it. I had to learn to teach it and incorporate into our day. My children had to get used to it. And so every time we switched, we were losing valuable learning time, right? And I was losing some of my sanity <laughs> every single time. Um, and I, I finally came to the realization that I wasn't being consistent. And I, the hill I will die on in terms of homeschooling is that consistency trumps perfect every time. That sitting down every day and working through a good curriculum and doing those lessons every day is going to lead you to a much better outcome than constantly chasing the next shiny thing that might seem perfect in your particular situation. And once I stopped doing that, I gained so much peace in my life, right? I just, I, I, I am able to sit down every day now. We work through our lessons and I know my kids are getting a great education. And sometimes it's not easy. Um, you know, homeschooling is hard work, but I, I needed to come to that place. Right. I needed to get to that place of peace and sanity in my life. Um, and I needed to stop jumping around. So I was, it how happened that I had this like epiphany that I was just making this so much harder than it had to be about the same time I happened to stumble on one of Dr. Hirsch's books. 
Um, I listened to it on Audible while I was cooking and cleaning. And it just, it, it really helped me cement that I needed more I, I needed more consistency, not only in the skills, I was doing pretty good with that, but I needed more consistency and a clear path for the content, right? Where we're clearly building that knowledge and establishing that base every day in our school. Um, and so that is how I ended up kind of leaving behind the jumping around situation um, to move my kids to core knowledge. I was very excited when I found out there was a curriculum. <laughs> I was also very intimidated, and it took me a long time to figure out how I was going to use it. So, <laughs> and that's what I see um, um, homeschoolers on social media, and then also they'll call they'll call our customer service people, and they ask questions. It's it does seem like it's just totally and utterly overwhelming. There's just too much stuff. They don't know where where to start. We try to help guide them, um, but we're not homeschool experts because right. none of us exactly. at the foundation have ever homeschooled right. our children. <laughs> so it it it's a totally different world. I I have a friend that homeschools, but I can only tell from her perspective what she does with her three boys. Um, so why did you decide? to create your website. Again, it's called Homeschool Work Plans, and we'll have a link for it in, in the notes for the episode. Um, and also, I want to know, why did you decide to give all these amazing resources away for free? Because that, it's such a blessing. Oh, I'm so glad. I, well, I, yeah, obviously, something major had to happen there, right, to convince me to do hundreds of hours of work just for, just for fun. <laughs> you know, I, I think that, you know, Core knowledge is so well laid out and it is very well organized, but it looks very different than the curriculum that homeschoolers normally use. Um, I have no doubt that if I had gone to school to be an elementary school teacher and, you know, was used to looking at, you know, teaching guides that were set up in this way, it would probably be no big deal for me. But I didn't. That wasn't my background. That's not the background of most homeschooling parents. Um, And so it does feel really intimidating and overwhelming and in the end, you know, we all only have so much time and so many resources. And so, you know, asking somebody, please just tell me when they call, please just tell me what to do. How do I make this work for my family? Um, it, for me, what I ended up doing one day, um, I, I kind of sit around the edges for a bit. I used the scope and sequence to get library books. That wasn't working very well. And I finally sat down one day and I said, I just have to bite the bullet here. I have to, obviously this can be worked. This is a good curriculum. It can be worked out. I just don't understand. That's my lack of background knowledge, right? So I need to sit down and put in this extra effort to figure it out. And it was a lot of work. No lie. (laughs) It was a lot of work to figure out because it was so different than my background knowledge. Um, And then it took a lot of practice. took a couple months. But the thing was, once I did that, I was able to sit down every day, open the materials and teach. I would only just, I take a couple minutes to scan through. I could just teach. It was not a big deal. I didn't need to spend hours every day. And so I was telling friends this. I said, I found this, this great curriculum and I'm able to just sit down and teach it. And they would look at it and be like, yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> this is too complicated. I have, a good, I have a really good group of friends and we're all huge fans of our knowledge and we've all been homeschooling forever. And we, we spent last year, it just kept coming up every couple months. Oh, someone needs to make this easier, right? Someone needs to put together the materials so that this speaks the homeschooling language, right? So that a homeschooling parent could just open it and do it and it won't be a big deal for them. Of course, you know, that someone out there mysteriously somewhere <laughs> who never comes along. <laughs> 
Um, but uh, you know, a few things collided for for me last fall. Honestly, um, one was one was that that you know I just been thinking for a long time. I wish I felt more comfortable recommending this curriculum to people um, because I know people didn't have what I what I did was that was not a normal thing to go out and do. Nobody has that kind of time. Um, that was a one time thing in my life. Um, you know, and also you know, as the pandemic had brought up so many new homeschoolers to the homeschooling community over the last couple of years, and I was watching with, frankly, a little bit of horror, um, some of the advice that we were giving them. Um, when you come into homeschooling, the advice you'll generally get on the internet is, welcome, you go ahead and just research and find out what sort of educational philosophy you want and which curriculum you want and what works best for your kids. And, you know, just let us know if you have any questions, which is very well-intentioned, um, but also comes from a place of, of um, different set of background knowledge as well as a place of a little bit of privilege, right? Researching curriculum, to research curriculum effectively, you have to know a lot about curriculum. <laughs> you have to know a lot about um, different philosophies and education. You have to know a lot about yourself and your, your children and how they learn. That is an incredible burden to place on someone who's just starting to homeschool. I, I would argue an unfair burden. Um, you know, most people coming to homeschooling right now are coming reluctantly. You know, they're coming because whatever situation they have been in has failed them and their children. Um, and that is, that is a tragedy. It's a tragedy for them. It's a tragedy for our society that people feel forced into homeschooling in those circumstances. And of course we do still have the people who come to it because they're actively making a decision that this is what they want to do with their lives. And it, it just had been bothering me for a while. I'm like, we really should be giving these people more concrete advice. This just does not work. This, this very, you know, floaty out there advice is just very hard on people. Um, and so last fall, it became very personal for me because I got a call, phone call from my sister-in-law and she needed to pull her daughter out of school like yesterday. Um, it's a bad situation and she wanted to put her back in for the next grade, but she needed to pull her out today. And so I spent some time going back and forth with her on her options. And in that moment, I realized what I really needed for her was a website I could send her to. Right? I just needed, I needed somewhere I could send her and say, do what it says here. And if you have questions, call me, right? <laughs> um, you know, this is, it's all free. You can download it because she was in the exact same position. Most people coming to homeschooling right now are in. She didn't have time. She doesn't have, you know, dozens of hours to sit there and scour the internet for options. Um, she didn't have a budget set up. Um, there are, there are fancy boxed curriculums out there. There are companies out there who will send you a box of books and a teacher's manual, and it all arrives in the mail. It's very pretty. <laughs> um, it's also very expensive. You're looking at generally upwards of $1,000 per kit per year. That's an enormous amount of money for most families. It's just, that's an untenable amount of money. Um, and so it just, in that moment, I, I just felt because I love her, <laughs> I wanted her to succeed. Just don't worry, Melissa, I'll just, I'll just do it for you. I'll just, I'll get in. I, I, I'll give you the same curriculum I use my kids. It's free to download, and I'll just plan it out for you. You need second grade, I'll, I'll just do it. I'll just do it over the next couple of weeks, you know, and, and we'll get make this happen. And so I did. Um, and as I was doing it, I thought, okay, well, this is officially silly. This is an enormous amount of work. And I'm just going to need to make sure more people get a hold of it. So I feel like my effort was worth it. <laughs> so, and that that's kind of how it went. I, I went one grade at a time, started with second for her, and then went one grade at a time. Um, I, I did, you know, have two videos teaching people how very explicitly to use the resources so that they're not intimidating and scary. Once you get into them, they're really easy to use. They just look 
scary when you first open them. Um, so really getting in there and trying to help people understand how to use them, how to make the most of them. Um, you know, organization guides. So real quick, how do you get things organized? Prep guides for every unit. Here are all the things you're going to run into in this unit. You're going to need a library book here. You're going to need this supply over here so that parents don't have to put too much effort into this. My goal is you should be able to sit down, scan through the lesson for a couple minutes, and then teach your child. That's all the time most people have, if that. So that that's what I really wanted. And I, you know, life is hard right now for everybody. And I've been looking around the last couple of years, like, what can I, what can I do to help this, this larger situation we're all living in right now? I mean, I can give blood, but <laughs> what else can I do? And I, I just decided that maybe this one tiny corner of the universe I could fix, right? Just one tiny thing. And that that would be able to help families who, you know, need these resources, families who are dealing with tough situations on their tough day when they're pulling their kid out of school Instead of saying, oh, welcome, it's fun, here, just, you know, research, I can say, hey, welcome, I know this is, you're not in a great place right now, let me tell you exactly what you need to do to get started, right? And then you can adjust as you need to, but let, let me get you started so that you can feel confident what you're doing. That is so great. I mean, it, I can only imagine what it must be like if and like, say for your sister-in-law's case, where it's like, I have to get my kid out immediately. Right. I don't even know where to start. I'm working a full-time job. My husband's working yeah. a full-time job. We've got to figure out what to do for our student, what's best at this exact moment. And we don't have a thousand dollars plus, as you're saying, to, right. to, you know, buy an off-the-shelf curriculum. Um, and here's a free resource. Mm-hmm. that you can use, but I don't know how to use it because I'm not an educator. Um, right. I mean, that, and that's a big part too, is that as you, as you mentioned, if you went to school for education, you'd be like, oh, this is barely easy, but let me tell you, it's still difficult sometimes for teachers to, you know, understand exactly what this is because it's a little bit different than, you know, traditional um, curricula out there. So amazing, totally amazing. So as you mentioned, you have a ton of resources. I've mentioned it as well. Um, if someone's listening and they are a first-time homeschooler, what should they be looking at first on your site? Oh, definitely. Well, I, I set the site up assuming that most of the people who would be visiting would be people who are first-time, um, not veteran homeschoolers. And so I wanted to make this incredibly easy. I also wanted to make sure that veteran homeschoolers felt super comfortable giving this website address and saying, go at it to <laughs> the person, not feeling they had to explain anything. Um, so if you if you come to my website, homeschoolworkplans.com, right there on the homepage, there is a button for every grade level. So you're just going to click on the grade level that you need. Um, it'll take you to a page that will talk to you about what we're going to be doing, you know, what curriculum you're going to be using and what basic things your kids are going to be learning. And then there is a systematic, um, basically we put you down the funnel, right? Systematic process, teach you to use language arts, I'm going to teach you to use science, I'm going to teach you to use history and geography. And here's what you're going to do for math. And, and that way, um, I try to make it hard to get lost, right? <laughs> Just one thing after another. And in the, the free resources that people can download by grade, every grade level has a master checklist. So if you are just really in a rush and you, you don't want to think too hard about this, you can download the master checklist. I have set it up step by step. You know, do A, do B, do C. 
Um, and I set it up. I encourage people to try to take a week or two to get ready if they can. I think that we need to be kind to ourselves um, as parents and, and you know, do, do maybe do this on the side a little bit first. Um, but if you are in a crisis situation, you can do, you can work through that checklist in a weekend. Absolutely. And be ready to go. Might be a little shaky bomb day, but <laughs> you'll be okay. <laughs> You'd at least have some options. <laughs> I also love your FAQs. You have some oh, really wonderful. FAQs yeah. as well um, that I would recommend. Like if you're, to me, it's like somebody goes, I'm thinking about this. I'm not really yeah. sure. Like go to the FAQs first, then, yeah. then preview the grade level that yeah. you want as well. Because the, yes, it's laid out, I think, super easy to understand and, and it's digestible. Um, yeah. So what would you say to anyone that's just thinking about homeschooling their children? Mm-hmm. And what are some things that they should be considering? For sure. Um, I think that homeschooling um, really should be thought of in some respects as an extension of parenting. You're basically going to take on a whole new set of responsibilities related to your children. A set of responsibilities you've probably been able to outsource to someone else until this point. Um, and so I think it's important to first start out by being honest um, with each other and with ourselves, right? It's like parenting, you know, yes, that baby's adorable and you're going to love it. <laughs> but, that lack of sleep is going to get you after a while. <laughs> we probably should tell people that up front. Um, but I would really encourage people who are looking at homeschooling to first be honest with themselves. Um, what are they trying to accomplish here, right? Homeschooling can be amazing, but it is not a cure-all for every problem. And it is also not a good solution for every single family and definitely not for every single child, right? And so being honest up front about, am I, am I looking at this as a long-term solution because I want to completely shift in my children's education and take full responsibility for that long term? You know, am I, am I doing this as a short-term solution because I need to solve a specific problem? I need to get my kids through this grade. Um, I need to get them through a time of high levels of disease, or I need to get them through a time of um, having some struggles, maybe with sitting in a, a, class, a traditional classroom. I think if we're honest with ourselves up front, that can help us decide our path a little bit better, right? And then, and then we can judge how we're doing based on our goals versus being in the trenches every day of the difficulties of homeschooling. Um, I think it's also really important to be honest with ourselves about our own time and resources. Homeschooling is at least a part-time job. It just is. That, that is just that is the honest honest truth of the situation. Um, when you've been doing it a while, you're more efficient at it. It probably takes me less time to homeschool my fifth grader um, than it does someone who's brand new to it because I've been doing it for so long. Um, but it's still it's hours of work every day. And you know what? It's it's real work, <laughs> and we should honor that. It, it is it is like a job, and it has the same level of responsibility. You are responsible for your child's education. You've agreed with the state that you're responsible for your child's education, and you have a role to fulfill there. Um, so if you're not in a position where you currently feel like you could take on some sort of part-time job, that might be something to think about, right? This isn't just a mopping the floor every day kind of task. This is This is something where it's probably going to take you a couple hours a day. And you're going to need to be in a different mindset when you're doing it. And, you know, you're going to need to work with your child and and adjust together. Um, And, you know, most families plan to homeschool for at least a school year. Not always, but most families are, you know, at least till the end of the school year, whatever that is. Um, A school year has 10 months and 180 days. (laughs) And that means that every day you need to have, to some extent at least, (laughs) the emotional and mental and physical bandwidth to show up 
and bring part of yourself to the table, right? And I I worry sometimes that um, we put so much pressure on parents, I'd say especially moms, right? You got to keep your kids safe. You have to give them the best extracurricular activities. You need to feed them the best. You got to make sure they have a great education. Oh, and now you have to take responsibility for their education and do it yourself. That is a lot of pressure. And I see so many examples every day um, online of people who are overwhelmed. They already have too many things on their plate. And now for whatever reason, they feel they have to homeschool. And the amount of self-sacrifice that goes into that sometimes is a little scary. Um, You know, I just would really encourage people, especially moms, be thoughtful about yourself. You need to take care of yourself, right? We fill our bucket before we can fill someone else's. And your children need you at something resembling your best, or at least your half best. Um, and and just to be kind to yourself. You don't have to homeschool. No one has to homeschool, right? This is a this is a choice that you should be making freely, knowing that you have the bandwidth to do it. So I, I would definitely encourage that. Because you know, if your goals match up with having the time to do this, homeschooling can be great. I mean, you are in a position to give your children an education that you would normally have to pay a very large sum of money to the, you know, really great private schools in town to make happen or one on, you're essentially one-on-one tutoring, right? Like there have been points in my life where I didn't want to tell people I homeschool. (laughs) I just didn't want to get into the conversation, but that I one-on-one tutor my child, (laughs) (laughs) which is, which is the same thing. Um, But, you know, it can mean, homeschooling can give your family this freedom to travel during the year at times when um, when other people can't. We get to go places, um, well, before my daughter was in school, we get to go places um, when the crowds aren't there. Um, there are parents who use homeschooling to work around uh, aggressive sports schedules. If they have a, an athlete in their family or a dancer, that's a big one. Gymnastics, see a lot of that as well. Um, but it can also be a solution, you know, like with a situation with my oldest where no school was going to accommodate him going through four grades in one year. That just wasn't a realistic expectation, but I, I could, you know, I loved him. I could do it. <laughs> um, or if you have a child struggling, a child with ADHD who needed a couple of years to kind of learn strategies and we needed to figure out what sorts of therapies would work best for her. And, you know, she is almost at the point. By the end of the school year, I have no doubt she will be an excellent fifth grader next year at our local public school. She'll be great. And my eighth grade is doing great. Um, but just, yeah, it, homeschooling is great, but it is not easy. And I think it behooves all of us to be really honest um, about what we can realistically bring to the table every day and what we hope to get out of it so that so that we can all do this in a healthy way. Thank you so much for not only creating this website, um, for helping be a partner with us at the foundation to spread this message to give these free resources away to a whole new community that we never thought we'd be serving um, when we originally created these materials and for that advice that you just gave. It was so honest and heartfelt. Um, I hope that people really do stop and consider what homeschooling actually means, not only to their children, but to them as well and their entire family. So thank you again, Julie, so much for everything that you do and everything that you continue to do. Cause I know that you're building out as we're, as we're creating our middle school materials, 
you're creating right along with us. As soon as we publish things, you're trying to get things on your website so that uh, middle schoolers can also use our materials as well in the homeschool setting. So thank you so much, Julie. That was great to talk with you. 